Hello and welcome to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host JJ Fitzgerald and today's topic is get me off this hamster wheel. I was listening to one of my favorite pastors the other day and the sermon was about God's purpose for your life. And so I started thinking about my life and right now I'm going through some emotional turmoil that's connected to a man, of course, because that's always where most of my emotional turmoil comes from. But I do have to be held accountable because I tend to enable certain behavior patterns with men. And so I can't even really be mad at the man when things go awry. I have to be mad at myself. I need to learn to set boundaries out the gate. This is what I will allow and this is what I will not allow. And I don't do that. I've been in therapy now for a couple of months and that is one of the main focal points is to set boundaries. And I have no problem setting boundaries in most of the other areas of my life. I just struggle in the area of love because I am a lover of love. I love love. I love to be loved. I love to give love. I just love love. And unfortunately, I tend to attract men who are unavailable emotionally, sometimes physically. They don't understand me. They don't understand the love part or they choose not to. A lot of them have issues with being vulnerable. And in my opinion, vulnerability is the definition of being free. To be vulnerable is to put yourself out there and not be concerned about how you're received. It's just letting it all hang out. I don't meet those men who know how to be vulnerable. They act like they are numb. A lot of them are emotionally distant. And no matter how much love I pour into them, thinking that, okay, if I pour love into them, then they will start to pour love out to me. And it never works that way. It's almost like they resent you for loving them because they know, I think deep down inside, that they really are unlovable. So I'm dealing with a situation now where I've been with someone off and on for 11 years. And I'll subtract three of those years because he was with somebody else. But this is our fourth go round. And so recently I expressed to him that I wanted us to just be strictly platonic, even though I had no idea how he viewed our relationship because he never gave me a title, he never gave me a label. And this has been something that I've always had an issue with him about, even back in the day when we first started dealing with each other. I finally didn't allow him to run away from giving me something, defining our relationship. And he told me we're good friends. Now naturally I was hurt because this is someone that I have given my everything to. This is someone that has allowed me into his life in a way that he doesn't allow everyone else. This is someone that I know loves me but can't say the words or chooses not to say the words for what I believe is fear of maybe rejection or fear of being viewed as a simp or fear of being viewed as weak. I don't know. But he was doing things that made me believe I was his girlfriend and I was doing all of the things that would make him believe he was my boyfriend. But then I got told I was a good friend. Then he said more than a good friend. So I was just like, okay, so friends with benefits. And then I had to hear how he has so many options, which I know he does. Most men do. My love languages are physical touch, quality time, and words of affirmation. Hold me, spend great time with me, 
and tell me I'm beautiful, tell me you love me, and I'm golden. I'm really not that complex. Men try to make me believe that I am when I do try to set boundaries and when I do want clarity as far as who I am in your life. I don't think it's unfair. I'm not a spring chicken. And if you are not willing to give me what I need, then let me go. So I had this conversation with him and he finally defined our relationship. And at that point, I realized that, you know what? He doesn't have to tell me that he loves me because I'm his good friend. I was hurt. I'm still hurt. And the other thing that I couldn't deal with is there's a particular friend of his who's a female and has a lot of control over him. He's very influenced by her. They have this interesting chemistry. I told them both that they needed to date each other. They can't though because it's quite a complicated situation. But there was one evening in which he had gotten something from her and said he felt so special. And I told him, of course you do, because anything she does basically makes you feel special. And I just went on to tell him that why I don't like her. I went on to tell him that it's hurtful to hear how wonderful another woman is. I don't get that kind of praise. You know, I'm told, yeah, I appreciate what you do or whatever, but that wouldn't have an issue if they're bigging up another female, as long as you're bigging me up too. I don't think there's a woman on this planet that has a heart that wants to hear how wonderful another woman is and she's not being told how wonderful she is when she knows that she has done some wonderful things. And not to say that every little thing I do I have to be told, oh you're so great, you're so this, you're so that, no. But once in a blue moon it would be nice to hear that. So I basically was very honest about how I felt about the situation, how I felt about the person. and. That's where the disconnect happened. So what am I supposed to believe in that situation? Is it more than just a friendship? I don't know. I just know that I'm tired of being this person who allows a man to affect my emotions. I'm a Capricorn, but my moon sign is Cancer, and Cancers are very sensitive hypersensitive people and I think that that's part of my problem and I just wish sometimes that I could be hypnotized to reprogram myself to have the heart of some of these men who lead people on and who make people believe one thing when it's actually another and just not even care. I have been praying fervently and as I shared at the top of this podcast I was listening to one of my favorite pastors and he was just saying essentially that you have to wait on the Lord that God's timing is essential and it's true I have to learn to be patient and I thought I was I thought I've been divorced for 12 years but the point that the pastor was making is that you have to wait patiently you have to wait trusting you have to wait quietly you have to wait expectantly. You have to wait steadfastly. And do not fret. And I've been fretting a lot lately. He said that you have to pray for these things. Pray for the patience. Pray for God to enable you to wait steadfastly and to wait quietly. I think I've shared in previous podcasts that I have complete and utter faith and trust in the Lord in every area of my life except for the area of love. And I think I know why, which I won't elaborate on, but I have to 
let that go because otherwise I'm going to keep going around and around and around like a hamster on one of those wheels, just never getting off this roller coaster and attracting the same type of man and getting myself hurt every time. So moving forward, I know, number one, I need to spend more time with the Lord. I spend more time on other things that are insignificant and other things that can't save me. Number two, I need to learn patience. Number three, I need to set boundaries with men. As soon as they exhibit something that I don't agree with or they treat me a kind of way, I need to say something. And if they're not willing to change that, then I need to let them go because it's not worth it for me to go through the pain that I have gone through for the past 30 years with men. Thank you for listening to another episode of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host, JJ Fitzgerald, and as always, be true.